Welcome back to the Marvel Movie Minute, a daily podcast in which we dig in deep to analyze the films of the Marvel Cinematic Universe one minute at a time. I'm Andy Nelson from thenextreel.com. And I'm Pete Wright, also from The Next Reel. We're getting close to wrapping up John Favreau's 2008 film Iron Man. And back with us today is Tommy Handsome. It's from me, the Next everybody. Reel. Here he is, Next Reel and What's That Smell podcast. Hello. <laughs> Hello. It's been, it feels like it's been forever since we did the last minute. And it's wonderful to be here. On today's show, we're looking at the minute 122 from Iron Man. This minute starts with 19 set dressers and it ends with the March of the Prop Makers. <laughs> the march of the prop Somebody makers needs to write a christmas song 19 set dressers the march of the prop makers that sounds like a terrible ballet <laughs> actually that sounds like a great ballet i take that back does tchaikovsky get on that yeah uh so right up we're, we're starting in the costumes yeah we're starting in the costumes and pete you had a question yeah because i you guys are both i mean you have have uh you produce films that is you you do this not just podcasts you you do major things and uh, i don't know what a table lady is so that is the first role that i questioned what is a table lady this movie there were three of them makes sense the table ladies first off i i like uh your use of the word major and i'm assuming that it's in some some nice nice quotes uh, oh yeah, no, I'm, I just feel like I'm not allowed to. I, I'm not allowed to talk about the, what what that is because I, you know, I, I don't. I just don't know. I don't know what you want me to do. But you have expertise. Is trying to highlight your expertise as professionals in the field. And I tell see. me what is a table lady? That's all I want. Uh, it's pronounced, it's funny, it's pronounced Tobble. No, I have uh, a table lady. I have no idea. I've never heard of that before. Um, man, I think that the clue for us is that it is in the, uh, the costuming section, you know, right, um, below pattern maker, right above the dyers. And so I think the table ladies are probably the people who manage all of the work going on on the tables and kind of keep things organized and make sure things are where they need to be for everybody involved. That's, that's my best guess. Like a, like a pit boss for outfits. It is. It's a, this is where we get into the gangs, uh, the the like on set production gang. Oh no, those are wait unions. Is that what it is? Gangs. <laughs> I don't know. Look, uh, the the first table lady, Concepcion Gaxiola. What? Gax- okay, well she's Gaxiola. clearly an evil villain. She her first job was uh, Iron Man as a table lady. She went on to Valkyrie uh, as a uh, tailor. And uh, the then Tom she Cruise went on to war, war of the Worlds as Key Taylor. So, yes. Oh, so she became uh, friends she with was, Tom. She was Tom's friend. War of the Worlds, then Valkyrie, and then uh, she did some in their private practice episodes. And that's that's all she's done in terms of her IMDb credits. But Table. And <laughs> you will note, those are her top four in the IMDb game. I will Because those are her only four. Oh, because those are <laughs> the only <enough>. ones. <laughs> uh, yeah. Concepcion, what was it? Concepcion I don't know. Gaxiola. Gaxiola. Yeah. Oh, she's not even trying. That is to a hide wonderful she, name. She is such a bully to the other table ladies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what's just occurring to me? They're called table ladies. That sounds like something that we it's, should update. <laughs> it does. It really does. It feels wrong. Yeah. To me, I don't know if there's. That's why I asked you because it's. But now it's now that I know that it's probably a union thing. We don't call them script girls anymore. We call them script no. supervisors. Okay. Well. <laughs> well, there's lead man. Yeah. See. 
Good point. There's a lot of work mm, to do. A lot yeah, of work. Right. We got some cleaning up to do in the in the old industry here. Ugh. Gross. Yeah. Somebody's <laughs> gonna have to do it, and somebody's gonna somebody's gonna complain about it. And those somebodies are us. Oh, <laughs> you guys, Benton Tedley. Benton Tedley is the set decoration gang boss. They, <laughs> really, gang set decoration gang boss. Uh, Pete, yeah. Pete, we don't talk about the set dressing guys. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, they might listen to this. Pete, come on. <laughs> I'm just saying Benton Tedley as the gang boss has done a, a lot of work uh in his uh in his movies. He's been on some of the some of the big ones as the boss. And he's been on in the swing gang. That's another one. Mm-hmm. Uh he goes back and forth between being in the swing gang and being the lead gang boss uh, and being a set dresser to being the the gang boss. So if you're the set decoration gang Feels boss, really ominous. do you just like walk around the table holding a baseball bat, like giving a really long speech? <laughs> I, it's, a, it's more of a tire iron, I think. They don't do baseball bats. But they don't? Uh, the it's un- not as threatening. But the it's untouchables. not as threatening as some sort of a... <laughs> <I know. laughs> okay. No, a gang boss. Uh, this is great. I'm looking at... Uh, this is from careermatch.com. In case you were looking for uh, the career of a gang boss. And this is great. Though the title might make you think of someone who breaks bones and makes people a deal they can't refuse, in reality, a gang boss on a film set is more of a project manager. As a gang boss, you work with the construction crew of a movie, making sure everything on the set gets built exactly the way it should. I still think they're more effective when they are carrying the baseball bat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to stick with that. (laughs) Right. Um, we do have a few uh, Toms, Pete's, and Andy's, so I figured I'd rattle those off. Actually, I will say, I think this was a, a Tom-heavy minute. All right! I, I know. It's, uh, this is what we have. Special effects shop foreman, Thomas Pack. Special effects technician, Thomas E. Pelton II. Mm. Special mm. effects technician, Thomas Zell. Mm. We have uh, production assistant, Peter Woods. And uh, assistant to Mr. Jawadi, Tom Player, which is a convenient name for somebody involved in the music. Oh, in yeah. Player. <laughs> Who's Jawadi? <laughs> Ramin Jawadi, the composer. Oh, that's what you just said about the music. Got it. Okay, yes, cool. Yes. All right. So no Andes in this minute. Yeah, I was about to ask. Oh, I'm sorry. I know. I know. The closest was suit consultant Addie Granoff, which is not quite Andy. It's just missing the N, I guess. But uh, Addie mm. Granoff, of course, the fantastic uh, uh, artist in uh, in the Marvel comics who did a lot of the Iron Man uh, images that kind of became the core design look that uh, John Favreau gravitated to and and pulled for the design of this particular character. Cool. And hero poses. And hero poses. He does some great hero poses. Mm-hmm. Those also, hero in this poses. minute, we had the illustrators, Phil Saunders, Ryan Minerding, Rodolfo DiMaggio. I brought up uh, Ryan Minerding a number of times, but I don't think the other two as often. The illustrators obviously did some amazing work kind of doing the prep for this. So so kudos to them. I had a couple of names that I uh, were my favorite names of this particular minute <laughs> I wanted to point out. First one is the assistant to Mr. Avi Arid, Mona Lisa, Mona Lisa <gasps> Faroknia. Oh, wow. That's beautiful. Look at that. Huh. Who wow. gets who gets the Mona Lisa name that often? Not many, but uh, yeah. So Mona Lisa. That seems like a tough name to grow up with, though. Probably. Well, I wonder if it's Mona, like her middle name's Lisa. Like if your name is Shakespeare Johnson, 
You better be pretty <laughs> quick-witted. But I would think that it's her choice to actually use the Lisa. Like, is it Mona Lisa, first name, or is it Mona, first name, Lisa, middle name, Farachnia, last name? But the kids always find out. <laughs> <laughs> they always... Because you set yourself before you realize that you should hide things about your... Like, for me, that my name the, ends with the third, and that rhymes with turd. <laughs> I was telling everyone my name before I realized it could be weaponized against yes, me. Yes, right. So, yeah. That's very true. Kids are terrible. Kids are the worst. What if your first name <laughs> yes. was The Scream? All right. Painting joke. <laughs> uh, Mona Lisa, it looks like she actually started working with Avi Arid um, back uh, right at the beginning uh, when he started his own company after separating um, oh, cool. from uh, from Marvel um, when he did Bratz as his first film. She was his assistant on that, on Iron Man. She was a production staff on The Incredible Hulk. She was his assistant on Ghost Rider, Spirit of Vengeance, and on The Amazing Spider-Man. Oh, and then she actually then got to produce her own documentary, What They Left Behind, in 2014. That sounds familiar. That sounds familiar to me, too. An in-depth look at the effects of gun violence, focusing on the stories of three children who were killed. Oh, oof. Wow. Yeah, that sounds very familiar to me. That does. I don't know why, but... uh, I watch that every night before I go to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) It's not weird, right? (laughs) It's just a real... Oh uh, I have a I I have a favorite name, okay, and uh, it is Oof, Roderick Kachatorian, <laughs> and it sounds like uh, that is a it's just a fantastic name Kachatorian, and and Roderick uh, is and, cool too, uh, totally. And uh, Rod Roderick works in the model department, and uh, so I, I I look at his IMDb page, and he's a Stan Winston guy, mm. and so he started with. Uh, Congo, electronics designer for Congo. You remember Congo? You guys love that movie. That's the one. I remember there's oh, yeah. one good part of that when they decipher what's written on the cave wall and it says, we are watching you. I remember that. Not, I'm not sure that Roderick was a part of that part of it, oh. but anyway, he was in it. What he I did the, the Lost World. <laughs> <laughs> he did the Lost World Jurassic Park and Lake Placid and Inspector Gadget and, and AI. He was the electronic controller for Mecca. Oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah. And then Shaggy Dog, Iron Man, Avatar. And then he left and went over to Legacy Effects, uh, where he did uh, the Muppets Born Legacy. And then they brought Legacy Effects in for Iron Man 3. And so he did that. And then Robocop and Captain America Winter Soldier. Uh, he was key prosthetics and suit effects. Very cool career. That's neat. Roderick Kachtorian. I love that name. That is a great name. Sometimes I wish I'd just learned a trade. In the film industry, yeah. instead of trying to be like a writer, director, nonsense person. Again, more where people just tell you, here's what we need. Go solve this problem. But cre- creatively, you know what I mean? Like, so yeah. I could still be creative, yeah. but then just to like constantly have work. Granted, it's a pretty vagabond lifestyle unless you build a family. But still, like, just to be able, I don't know, like talking to people on the movie that I worked on, of just talking to those people and all of the different ones that they were gaffers on or lighting assistants and stuff. It's just really neat. Yeah, it's kind of neat to see how they kind of flow from from yeah. project to project, and almost it's it's like from little pocket of the world to pocket of the world. It's kind of yeah, it is fun to kind of have those conversations with people. The last name I had was uh, one that just uh, brought me back to Harry Potter. It's Nobby Nobby Clark, who is a prop maker. Oh, Nobby. Aww. Sadly, I I guess I, I don't know if I should be sad. I don't know enough about who Nobby is, but this is Nobby's only film credit. Nobby. 
No. Nah, Pick it up a bit. Uh, I should not nickname that. No. <laughs> See? I'm sorry. The I thing is, that. you don't know until you it's don't too know late. Until it's late. It comes out of your mouth yeah. and you realize, God, that was an unintentional weaponization. Yep. Of a name, I regret that. You did that, yes. You did that. You're the, you're the childhood playground bully now. To <laughs> yeah, <know. laughs> an accident. <laughs> the last, uh, my last uh, one of the, uh, blah, 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 blah. the last thing I wanted to point out was the uh, that this is the minute when we get our Lieberhead technicians and our Technocrane. And uh, jumping back to JJ when he was on the show yeah. and talking about uh, kind of the camera work he does. This would kind of fit right in with that. So I wanted to just give him another shout out with all the uh, interesting camera work that we got to talk about in regards to that. I, That's true. He's done some amazing stuff. He really has. I yeah. remember that thing, that big, really big shot he did for, did he talk about American crime? Yeah. 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 Yep. That's just yep, such yep. a masterwork. That's really exciting. I remember way back in the day, because now Steadicams are pretty ubiquitous, and you can buy like a do-it-yourself Steadicam kit, like at Walgreens, I feel, at this point. Uh, but <laughs> when at I, the Woolworths. At Woolworths, exactly. Uh, I, w- one of my earlier shorts that I made called Adam and Evelyn, we had a guy, our, our DP uh, was friends with a... Uh, Steadicam operator, and he said, I can bring him in at like a cut rate for just like one hour if you want to get a couple shots. And when he came in, it was like a Robocop. Like the, the entire set went, oh, and I was like, what's going on? They're like, the Steadicam operator's here. And I was like, okay. And he walks in, and it's all straps and nods and so much stuff because we didn't know how to make things back then. And everyone, it was like a king arrived, a king made of Robocop. Like everyone was so deferential. I was the writer director. Everyone stopped caring about me completely. It was all about Steadicam Joe. And um, he did his job and it was fine. And we ended up cutting both of those shots. But either way, I just wanted to talk about my experience with what... Take that, Steadicam Joe. Yeah, at the time, right. at the time, it was such an enormous thing. And he did fine. <laughs> it, was just, it was kind of a smooth camera thing. Yeah, a dolly would have just been fine. <laughs> But we didn't even have doorway dollies back then. Uh, it was just tra- yeah, right. It was just it was tra- probably a Fisher Ten. Oh, it was just tracks, and so it would take Ugh. forever to set up. Yeah. It was such a nightmare. Right. Ah, the good old days. The good old days. <laughs> well, I don't have anything else for one twenty-two. Um, but Tommy, uh, while I, I feel like we need to talk a little bit about kind of uh, Marvel and your kind of history with all of these uh, movies and franchise um, each day. What, uh, d- how many of these have you seen? <laughs> We're about, we have, as the date of recording this, we are not quite at the point where Endgame has released. Right. Um, so there are 21 films out there right now. Do you have a, do you know exactly how many of you have seen or do you have a vague guess? Well, I, I know there's at least one you have not seen. <laughs> Ant-Man, actually that'd make two. two. Yeah, I, I haven't been able to see either of the Ant-Man. Uh, um, I've certainly seen a lot more than I normally would have because of being a part of the next reels gang of thugs uh, that I've seen a lot of these because of you guys. I think I've seen a pretty fair amount of them, if not all of them, except for the Ant-Man's. Is that possible? Wow. Would, well, should we run through them? Yeah. So yes. phase one. Okay, let's just start phase by phase. We've got this one, which we know you've seen. I saw it and I liked it. Then we have The Incredible Hulk. 
which is that's the one with Edward Norton. Uh, no, I didn't see that one. Well, you're in luck. No, I did see that one. Wait, is that the Ang Lee one? No. Oh, that's, uh, I saw the Ang Lee one. I didn't see this one. Okay. Okay. Iron Man 2. I saw that and I hated it. Okay. Thor. I did see that one. I hated it. <laughs> I'm going okay. to start putting qualifiers on it. I did see that one. Uh, no, that's great. <laughs> I liked one part when he finishes the coffee and then he throws the cup on the ground and goes, that was great. I'll have another. I giggled, I giggled like a child and the rest of it was the worst. My least favorite part is when Natalie Portman runs him over the car, runs out and goes, please t- do me a favor and tell me you're not dead. Ugh, who talks like that? That's such gross post Kevin Williamson writing. Do me a favor and tell me you're not dead. No one talks like that if they hit a god with a car. Okay, go ahead. I'm not going to do this for everyone. <laughs> that's that's a great quote. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody does think if they hit a god with a car. Yeah. <laughs> so true. Captain America, the first Avenger. Mm, yes, I liked that one. Okay. There you go. Marvel's The Avengers. Yep, for the podcast. Uh, did we talk about The Avengers? Did we not? I don't think we talked about the no, very first one. Then that would be one that, like, Avengers. friend of the show, Darnell, uh, yeah. would have had me go to saying, this is important. <laughs> If okay. you want to be a part of conversations for the next couple of years, I, he forces yeah, right. me to watch certain movies. So, yeah. Uh, good on him. Yep. Well, that's so phase one. You've seen all of them. There so that's we go. Good. Okay. Except for except, except for, the for Hulk. Hulk. Oh, yes. Right. The Hulk. Phase two, Iron Man three. No, I never saw that one. That's Shane Black's. I did see that one. You no, did. I didn't see that one. <laughs> I saw Shane Black's The Predator and have regretted it since. Yeah. No, right. I did not see this one. This was the one that I probably would have liked. Because of Shane Black, but I never got around to it. You would like it more than you liked The Predator. That was terrible. Agreed. Uh, Thor, The Dark World. This one we did talk about on the show. I can't remember if you were on it. I think so, because I saw the movie. So I assume. Okay. Captain America, The Winter Soldier. Yes, I like that one. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, I like that one. Avengers, Age of Ultron. That's that's the one we did talk about on the show. James Spader is Ultron. Yeah, Yeah, I'm sure I saw it. Okay. Uh, Ant-Man, we know you skipped. Well, I tried we to see it. Well, he did see <laughs> right. 10 minutes yeah, of it. Yeah, I saw the first. Right. I saw the yeah, opening. We should, we should, and then, we should have people uh, know <laughs> that you have a, an aversion to ants, let's just say. Yes. Aversion. aversion. That's a cute way. I have an enormous <laughs> irrational phobia. Uh, and I screamed out, yeah, listeners will remember that I screamed out, nope, and then just walked out, walked out of the theater. I was in the dead center of the theater, and it was a packed house, and I just had to go, excuse me, excuse me, sorry, ants, ants, excuse me, and spent the next 20 minutes itching. <laughs> okay, phase three uh, starts, started with Captain America Civil War. I can't remember if we did this one on the show. This is the one where it's it's all the superheroes, and they're all fighting each other. Ooh, at the airport? Because yeah, I thought the movie was okay. I loved the entire airport scene. Okay, so you you have seen that yes. one. Yes, and we did do that. Uh, we did do that one on the show. Did we? And, okay. Yeah, yeah, I just can't remember yeah. which yep. ones I was on because I know I haven't been on all of the. You, you were on that right. one. There we go. You were there. There we go. Yep. Okay, Ant Man's on it, but he's usually more giant man in that one. There were no other right. ants. I'm fine when there he's no ants. Yeah. That's he's, what I. Yeah. That's why I went to see <laughs> Ant Man. I didn't know he'd be palling around with ants. I thought he was just like the size of an ant. Right. Which I'm fine. It's not just small <laughs> things. not written on the tin. Yeah. <laughs> right. All right. Next up, we have Doctor Strange. Saw it. Really liked it. I'm the one that I think really liked it the most. No, I think I did. I you? Think we okay. all liked that one. Great. I love that one. Yeah. 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 Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2. Yep. I saw that. Okay. Spider-Man Homecoming. Loved it. Really liked it. Thor Ragnarok. Is that the one with, uh, he's my friend from Wook. 
Taika Waititi. Yes, I like that one a lot. Black Panther. Yep, I saw it. <laughs> okay. Uh, Infinity War. Uh, is that the one where he snaps? Yes. Yes. It was, I saw that, I think, for the podcast. Okay. I don't, or I, don't I saw it because one. Darnell told me it was important. Darnell made It's one yeah. of those two options all the time. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we know you missed Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. Uh, did you watch Captain Marvel? That's the most recent one that just came uh, out. Yes, I did. I took a friend uh, for his birthday. That's what he wanted to see. And I was like, us is out. Are you sure you really want to see Captain Marvel? He's like, yep. And it was his birthday. And I liked it fine. Okay. Well, that's, so you did, you've done I, good. I'm really surprised that you, you, of that list, I think you. I said I liked a lot of them. You are in favor of more than you are not. Well. It's, and you only missed three. And I only missed three. But when I say I liked it, I mean, I liked it for a superhero movie. Almost all okay. of those that I said I liked, I will, I, I am a constant rewatcher of movies i will not go back and rewatch any of those except mm-hmm. captain america winter soldier and the airport scene from whatchamacallit from civil war civil war and then spider-man that's the only ones that i have interest in going back and watching again so yeah, i'm yeah. sort of grading it on a sliding scale as far as that's concerned right. gotcha interesting is it well still it's it is good to know that uh, your friends have been keeping you in a place where you can stay relevant to society yes so. <laughs> and I'm so glad that this, that Marvel, for all of my naysaying, that Marvel is the one that has been so successful and has made so many, and it's not under like, and I'm sorry to keep throwing them under the bus, but like a DC vision. Now I know it's changing because they're finally deciding to just do what Marvel does and make things all shiny and happy. But if these were all that Zack Snyder kind of punch you in the ground with darkness and revelry, not revelry, reverence, I would be so much unhappier. So I'm glad. And so it's society. Yeah, <laughs> We're exactly. We're depressed all the time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Tommy, would you like to uh, remind everyone where they can find you out on online? Sure. I'm on a podcast with Pete Wright, not White, uh, called What's That Smell? It's a sometimes funny podcast about humans and their anxieties. And I'm also uh, on the aforementioned The Next Reels Gang of Thugs on the film board. <laughs> I'm not. Can you tell that I'm not very good at plugs? Oh, that plug is going to be so tight by the end of the week. Really? Oh, that's true. Okay. <laughs> practice, practice. <laughs> well, everybody, that is it for today's show. Thanks so much for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe to the show for free at marvelmovieminute.com. Join us over in our Discord chat room and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Next Reel. And if you like what we do and you want to support us and get some cool stuff, become a patron over at thenextreel.com slash Patreon. Until next time, true believers. True believers.